we know is about to go to the cross and he is giving, he is talking to Peter. Peter, a um, disciple of the Lord, an apostle of the Lord, um, a man of great faith, a man who would mess up, but he had great faith. Um, Just like us, we mess up, but God, through Peter's um, story that we read, um, is merciful and compassionate. And he tells Peter, indeed, Satan has asked for you. He has desired you. He wants to put you on trial. He wants to see if you are who you say you are. And what stuck out to me, and this is so familiar, but what stuck out to me, and we know this in the book of Job, that Satan has to approach God to touch a child of God. If you are born again, you are born into the kingdom of God, and Satan cannot touch you lest he have permission from God or we leave something undone in our life. If we leave a breach, then Satan has, we've allowed him to come in. But if we are guarding ourselves and protecting, the only way Satan can touch us is if he's already approached the throne of God and asked permission. He, how did Jesus know that? We know he's fully God and fully man. How did he know Satan's asked for you? Because he was also God. And Satan already approached him about Peter. Why Peter? Because I believe we read of Peter, uh, his faith coming out of the boat, right? He said, if that's you, tell me to come out there. That's faith. The other disciples didn't do that. They were scared for their life. And he said, if that's you, tell me to go out. I'll go out there if you tell me. And he says, come. And we know, I don't read of any other man that stood on the water. Yes, yes, he may have looked and he may have fallen. But I don't read of any other man that experienced that with God because of Peter's faith. You don't think the enemy saw that? You don't think the enemy heard him when he got a revelation? Jesus, you are the Christ, the one we've been waiting for. And Jesus said flesh and blood. Man didn't reveal that. But my father, you don't think Satan heard that? Oh, yes, he did. You don't think that he heard Jesus say, I will give you the keys to the kingdom. Peter was marked in the enemy's mind. And there is a principle that I want to bring out in this. The Lord said, but I prayed for you that your faith wouldn't fail. God knows um, he's not beside himself when the enemy comes and attacks. He's not like, oh my goodness, where'd that come from? No, Satan has to get permission, okay? And so the Lord 
had to have agreed. I noticed he didn't say, oh, no, you're not going to touch my son. You're not going to touch Peter. The Lord did not say that. And he had every right to say, no, you're not going to touch my child. He said, I prayed for you, Peter, that your faith wouldn't fail. He knew what would get him through that sifting. He knew what would get him through the hard time. He was about to endure the testing of his faith. If you hold on to your faith, he told Peter, he said, your faith is the answer. He agreed with Satan, but what Jesus didn't tell Satan is, I'm going to tell him what you're doing. By the way, he didn't have to answer to Satan. He said, sure, go ahead. And then he said, I tell you, this is the desire of the enemy. This is exactly how he's going to come against you. And I'm going to give you your answer, faith. And, and you're going to do it because I know who you, I know what's in you. And I know you're going to return I'm telling you, you're going to deny me, but I, but I already said, when you return, strengthen your brethren. And we know he was the one, he was the one to give the salvation message. Strengthen, um, part of it meant to, um, I think set, uh, in a direction. He came back. They were all scattered. They were all, I believe, tested, but not like Simon. And he came back. And he strengthened his brethren after the Lord restored him. Now, I just want to share a story with you, and then I will pass it on to Pastor Sandoval. There's just a principle that stood out to me that really um, just clicked. We've heard it before, but it just really resonated with me that Satan needs permission to touch me from God. He needs permission from God to touch me to touch you. So I I will do my best to be very general. I was at, I went to a store, um, I think it was Saturday, Saturday night. And I wanted to get a few things um, to work on, you know, a gift for the first family. And there's a reason why I said that. And so I'm checking out and I had cash. And I had to make change. Because some of it belonged to God. And I needed it to be broken. I said, can you break this? Because I need it. And I was like, I don't know. I don't, I don't do math. So I had him break it down very small. And so... He made a comment about what I was doing. And I was like, oh, no, I've been meaning, you know, to do this. And I'm keeping it general for a reason. And I went to my car, and I was furious at the enemy because he used a man to make a comment that was very um, rude, uh, not against me, like my person, but just a comment about what I was doing. And I got very angry with 
the enemy, but also myself because I wish, you know, those moments where like, if I would have gone back, I would have said this. Why am I just now having the courage to, I would have said that you're in your car and you're like, I would have said this. And you know, and, and I was like, why didn't I look him in the face and say, actually, this is the Lord's money and I'm taking it to the house of God tomorrow to give it to him. I did not appreciate. And I knew it wasn't that man. It was the, it was a spirit trying to, I'm like, here I am trying to, in the purity of my heart, trying to, to put together a, a gift and trying to make sure I have the Lord's money. How dare, where, where did that come from? I know where that came from. And I was mad at Satan and me. And I said, Lord, I don't ever want, I, I want to be bold back. I was so, I was bawling in my car and not out of woe is me. I'm not scared of him. I'm, I was angry. And I said, you will not touch what I'm doing for this family. You will not put any stipulation on my tithe and offering. I spoke against that spirit. And I was angry. And I said, you're not going to do that. You're not allowed. And I knew you only did this because you got permission. I said, you approach God's throne like a little baby. You have no power. You had to go to my God to ask permission to touch me like a baby. And I tell you, he didn't like that because in the middle of the night, I couldn't, I had this, uh, and it's happened to me before the enemy, uh, I couldn't speak. I wanted to talk, uh, in my dream. I don't know. I couldn't speak. And, and I had this feeling like I couldn't even like, mm, mm, I couldn't even do that. And I don't, I don't even know if I made a sound or what. And listen, my husband sleeps hard. So I must have done, I must have moved us. He don't even remember. He sleeps hard. I must have moved us. Around. I don't know. And he, he touched me and it, it broke. And I said, Jesus. And you know what I did? I rolled right over and went back to bed. Because the last time he did that, there was a spirit of fear. And I felt none of that. I said, oh, yeah, I know you. You didn't like that. Me calling you a little baby. Well, guess what? I'm going back to sleep because you had to get permission again to touch me. If Satan touches, he cannot have. Just because he comes against doesn't mean he can have. So it was a will of God, a prophetess, that whatever happened, happened. He can't have what God's doing. He can't have this church. He can try all he wants, but he has to get permission 
from God Almighty and we're on the Lord's side and he is protecting this 